Hey, Sultry fam. So we're back for our weekly Sultry Hangout. And this week we're talking about sustainable fashion. We're really excited for this week's topic because September has been all things soul sustainability. So we've talked about, you know, repurposing and reusing your single-use plastic. We've talked about sustainable eating. Um, we've talked about food sovereignty. And now we're talking about fashion. So we're going to be talking about all things on how you can live sustainably but fashionable. So we're really excited and let me add Alyssa. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Hello, hello. Now we both have a brain. I know. I haven't seen you all day. So this is sister intuition. <laughs> Established. You know, I'm gonna be wearing a braid. I've been wearing a braid for the last two days. But, anyways, hey guys. <laughs> but who wears the braid the most? Anyways, but we do wear them differently because I'm rocking the middle part braid and she's doing the side part. Hey, Deanna. I'm a side part with a little bit of the twist <laughs> on the side. Hi, Deanna. <laughs> and then I'm gonna put that topic and pin it down. But yeah, so hi everyone that's joining us. Um, like usual, you can put in the chat box what you're sipping on, if you are sipping on anything. Um, I have my handy dandy water, my big jug, um, but I also do have my sparkling watermelon just in case. <laughs> oh yum, I'm drinking on some fancy water. I see fancy <laughs> because I put it in a fancy glass. <laughs> Hey, Jackie. Hey, Min. Ooh, yay. More people on. So, yeah, if you guys are joining in, feel free to put your name, maybe where you're tuning in from, and then what you're sipping on. So, if you have a Trader Joe's near you, you can try some sparkling watermelon. Um, it's becoming fall, so I don't know if they have this all year round. Hey, hey. Yeah, I, Tony, I still haven't got to Trader Joe's because, to be honest, every time I drive by, there is a long line around the block to get in. So I'm like, you know what? That sparkling watermelon is just going to have to wait. If I miss it, I miss it. I'm not being in that line. I've drank enough for both of us, so it's fine. Thank you. Really refreshing. But now that it's getting colder, I feel like it's fine. Like, you probably won't even, like, <laughs> crave it. Uh, but, yeah, so you guys can drop in where you're tuning in from, your name, because I think we have some new people in the room. Um, but yeah, so we do our sultry hangouts every week, um, Alyssa and I, and all of September, we focus on soul sustainability, um, but also fun fact, September is secondhand September, so secondhand as in like thrifting, shopping vintage, all those kind of things, so um, maybe we saved the best for last, but I think all conversations were best, but <laughs> uh, so we're really excited uh, for today's topic. Yeah, I think when it comes to fashion, it's a big part of our life. Whether we are claim ourselves fashionable or not, we all wear clothes. So I think this topic is very relatable to everyone because we all walk around with clothes on our body. So I'm really excited to talk about how we um, are sustainable when it comes to the threads we wear. 
Mm -hmm. And then today is also a very special hangout because Alyssa and I will be on the beginning and then we'll also bring in Jackie to talk, uh, to interview her about sustainable fashion. So it'll be fun. We'll be interviewing someone who we don't normally have on our hangout. So that's always fun to bring in another sultry sister. For sure. Also a sultry sister who also went to our alma mater, UC Irvine. Zot, zot, zot. <laughs> Always got a shout out, UCI. <laughs> yeah, so we first wanted to ask you all who's here watching us um, to put in the chat box what sustainable fashion means to you. So when we say sustainable fashion, uh, like what's the first thing that comes to mind or what is something that resonates with you? So feel free to put in the chat. For me, like before I even started thinking about sustainability when it comes to fashion, I feel like I already was. I think sustainability in fashion was kind of already ingrained in our family because we definitely like to pass around things. Like I know Tony is really good about purging her um, closet of what she's using and not using. And I'm always like, hey, I'm secondhand Sally over here. Go ahead and give me your threads. And also because I'm a choreographer, I love to um, think of ways I can use um, items for a costume. So for me, when I think about sustainable fashion, the first thing I think of is a costume for a dance. That's the first thing I think of. And the second thing I think of are things that my mother um, has passed down to us and so I have two bags that I want to show y'all one is this lovely vintage coach bag like it even has the old like tag and this is a bag that my mom had like back in the 80s and now I I rock it and it's like still good it's like 20 years old and still in like really good condition I use this all the time and it has a little satchel on top and then the other thing that I use too is her like vintage Dooney. Like these are two bags that my mom rocked, you know, in her like late 20s, early 30s that now like I get to rock. So when I think of sustainability, I think of family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we grew up with our mom who would always take us to their store ever since we were little. So we'd always find good deals on stuff. Um, and then I remember like getting home decor too, because a lot of people talk about like sustainable fashion as in like the clothes we wear, but it could also be like home decor and like decorative pieces and accessories so, like earrings and stuff, belts. Um, so our mom is also really good about that. She would just like come home and be like, oh, hey, I got this new lamp or whatever. And it always looked good, um, but she got it secondhand. So it's definitely been something that's been passed down to us from our mom, um, from different generations. And now we enjoy doing it. And of course, now it's more trendy and fashionable to do it. Um, but we've been doing this ever since we were younger. Uh, we do have some responses up in here. So um Feet on Live said eco-friendly, sustainability, fair wages is what they think of when we talk about sustainable fashion. Um, I'm so glad that you mentioned fair wages because, yes, when we talk about sustainability, we are talking about, you know, the eco impact and those kind of things, but also the humans behind the, the things that we wear and the things that we buy because that's very important as well. So I'm so glad that you mentioned that. 
Um, and then also Janelle saying furniture, all my furniture has been secondhand. Awesome. Yes. Secondhand furniture is so great because you can like create a new life for different pieces. Like, um, in the room Alyssa's in right now was my old room. And then there used to be this big orange chair that I'm really sad is no longer there. Um, but we got it from one of our neighbors and then like, when I put it in my room, I just felt like it gave it a brand new life and it just added to the colors of the room. Um, and then like recently when I went secondhand shopping, I got these different like wicker baskets to add as like decoration pieces and like organization. So there's definitely a lot of different pieces you can shop for. Um, and also like Facebook marketplace is a good way to buy secondhand. I have my coffee table and like side table in my apartment from Facebook Marketplace. So it doesn't have to be like these fancy schmancy vintage shops either. It could be something simple like Facebook Marketplace, ThreadUp, um, Depop, Poshmark, all those things as well. Speaking of furniture, um, actually, um, Annalicia, one of Tony's best friends, she was she moved to North Carolina. And she um, you know, gave me a mirror and a wicker uh, side table. And now it houses some of my plants. So um, mm -hmm. there's definitely ways for, to. Yeah, we used to use it for soul tree events too. So like with sustainability is also using what you have. Um, and so with soul tree events, we start off doing in-person events. Um, and if you came to our in-person event, you would know that we have all these different decorations and different pieces that make it sultry and our like signature. Um, but we reuse them for <laughs> the different events we have. And we started investing in things that we can like wash, like tablecloths that we can like wash or like different decorative pieces that we can just like reuse and like revamp for different events. So that has always been important to us. One of the things that I didn't realize or didn't pay attention to, like, because thrifting, right when I graduated from college, I thrifted a lot. I, I sold a lot of uh, my old clothing because um, I was transitioning from, like, postgraduate to, you know, finding a job. So I actually, like, re like sold a lot of my items so to have some kind of um, income coming in. And um, the one market that I didn't really think about was definitely jewelry and purses mm -hmm. and um that's definitely a place that you can find a real a lot of good treasures when it comes to jewelry um and and accessories mm -hmm. so that's like an untapped area like in uh last year when we had our um sustainable style uh social um we had um one of our guest speakers talk about you know things to look out when thrifting and she talked about like knits finding knits and she talked about looking for certain jewelry and like how you can restring jewelry you can repurpose jewelry and that for me like has really helped shape my lens so now that i when i go to thrift stores like the first place i go to is the accessories section mm -hmm. versus i used to go straight to the clothes and the jackets yeah so obviously like you know shop for what you need of course if you don't need whatever we're talking about don't shop yes. for that um, yes. But yeah, with accessories, I would say also belts, um, because I feel like nowadays regular stores don't have quality belts. And I like belts also because just like practicality, sometimes my clothes just be falling off. So what I would do is I would like get belts and then like I bought <laughs> from a store, like from one of those craft stores, like a leather puncher, like a hole puncher for leather. Um, so then like if the belt wasn't necessarily my size or if like I want to wear it high waisted, so it has to be like a smaller waist, um, I would just punch a hole for my right size and then I 
can wear the belt. So you can make something that's a different size, one size fits all, if it's leather, if it's like other like um, material, then it might not work as good. But yeah, it's always been, you know, using what you have and like trying to revamp so you don't have to buy. Um, we did want to share this sustainability pyramid that we posted on our um, story, but in case you guys haven't seen it, let's see if it shows up <laughs> when I put my iPad. But here it is. Oh, you can see. Oh, my you can see it. <laughs> but it's called the hierarchy of needs, the little pyramid. And we think it's just really great way to showcase like what sustainability means. So of course, on the bottom is doing more of using what you have. So sustainability, you don't have to go buy a new like outfit um, or that because obviously there's all these new brands that are being more sustainable and more ethical and eco-conscious. But if you already have these things or your friends and family have it, then you can use that. Borrowing. So that's something we start. Well, us as sisters have always borrowed. Yes. Um, and then swapping. So doing clothing swaps, book swaps. We actually did a book swap last year because um, a lot of people do um clothing swaps but books are great too because you don't always want to buy new books so i read a lot but i try to go to my library i try to shop at secondhand bookstores and i borrow books so that's really great as well um then we have thrifting so that's a big part of when people think of sustainable fashion of course and we love thrifting it's a great way to you know also find very unique pieces um, like the skirt in the picture I just posted on my own personal profile. I thrifted that recently and I feel like it's so unique. Like, I don't think I'll see anyone wearing that around or maybe someone that was in the 80s. Um, and then make. So you can make your own. Like and our very first uh, video of this series at the beginning of this month, we made um, different eco-friendly crafts um, using things that we already have in our house that typically we would throw away. So that's also great to just make something new that's kind of with the reusing and repurposing aspect. Um, and then at the top is buy. So you see that at the top is very, very small is the actual buying something. So yes, you can go out and buy these things, but we're saying that that's not necessarily always the case. There's so many other things that you can do. Um, so that's something we just wanted to share with y'all. Um, you can check our stories for it because we just posted that earlier today. If you want to save it on your own phone to like, you know, remind yourself. Um, but we just thought it's a great like little visual aid to show that, like kind of the general idea of like what sustainability is in general. That's not just for fashion. That's all like across the board for sustainability. Yes, 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 yes. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and oh, I guess in, if you guys want, you can drop questions either in the chat box or we also have a question little tab on the bottom. Um, so you can put your questions there that you have now, and then we can answer them at the end. Um, and if you have questions for Jackie, because obviously she'll be talking more in depth, um, we can, you can put it in the question box or the chat and we'll get to them at the end as well. Yeah, for sure. 
personal tree sisters basically for us like sustainable fashion is like using what we already have that's like a very big thing that we value um buying secondhand and also when you are buying secondhand try to do it from places shops people that you know are people of color black indigenous um, all those kind of things uh, marginalized people so you can support them um so yeah, anyways, and then also just like being intentional about the things that you use. And if you do end up buying the things that you buy and like being really intentional, like do you actually need it? Or are you just buying it because it's on sale? I know I've done that a lot of times. Yes, I totally agree with that. Because I think this whole month we've been talking about sustainability and we've been hitting sustainability from so many different angles and i think when it comes to sustainability it's like evaluating what do i do every day you know what i eat every day where do i go every day what do i do every day and we're closing it out with what do i wear every day mm -hmm. and all these questions are about being intentional about knowing who you're supporting when you spend your money knowing who you're affecting when you're buying something I think we talked about that yesterday at our event with Sultry Sisters. Thank you, Naima, for bringing that up. And I love that you're here with us, joining us for this hangout. Um, it's really about um, knowing who your community is and knowing like um, who you're supporting mm -hmm. and why you're supporting them. So definitely excited to dive deeper with Jackie about how she, you know, became a susty fashionista. Super mm -hmm. excited to learn about her journey. Um, and continue this conversation. Yeah, and because like with sustainability, I feel like sometimes um, the conversation can seem like sustainability has to be boring or it has to be plain or you have to just like wear like a very plain outfit and like just live in like a tree house and like not be about anything. <laughs> but that's what I love about, you know, having this conversation and what, what Jackie does on her platform is that you can be sustainable and fashionable. You can have your own style while being sustainable. And it means so much more than just like, a cookie cutter definition like of course make it your own so that's also why you know fashion comes in because like you know when you talk about fashion when you talk about style it's like adding your own flavor your own like bits and pieces your own personality to it so we think that's really important too yes 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 yeah so do we want to transition now to the interview do you have anything else okay no i'm i'm totally good i i'm gonna go ahead and peace out i'll be in the chat everyone so i'll be here still chatting it up with y'all in the chat section i'm so excited to hear your talk with jackie all right i'll see you soon bye yeah so bye. jackie you can go ahead and request to join and then we'll add you on but yeah, we're really excited to have Jackie join us. Uh, like we said, she's also a fellow UC Irvine alumni. So that's really awesome um, to have her. Um, we actually did not know each other when we went to UCI. It was uh, when I moved to DC, I found out about her and what she's doing, which is really awesome. Okay, so I'm trying to add you now. Hi, I successfully got on. I was so yes. nervous since this is the first time I'm doing an IG live. <laughs> oh, well, this is awesome. We're so glad that this is the first one that you're doing. This is really awesome. Um, so for everyone, I'll just kind of give like a short bio, but then of course you can expand on it too. But for everyone like tuning in, 
Um, I'm going to read my little iPad. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> is a Salvi Angelino based in Washington, D.C. In her free time, she grams about sustainable fashion, lifestyle, and climate activism. And when she isn't gramming about susty things, she works as a strategic communications consultant for energy and sustainability clients. And she credits her Salvadorian parents for teaching her to conserve, save, and put community first. So we're so excited to have her here. Um, she, if you don't already follow her, please follow her. She posts really awesome photos and like in the caption, you guys have to read the caption because after <laughs> she drops all the gems and all the info that y'all need to know. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I'm gonna also, once now that you mentioned the caption, I'm like, I need to get better about also putting it in graphics to make it easier for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nowadays, people are transitioning to put it in graphics, which I think is so great, because then they can reshare it too. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, they get the message more. But we're so happy to have you here. Um, I guess first off, we wanted to have you share what sustainability means to you. Sure. And I think you guys talked about this a little bit. Um, and I think when people think about sustainability, they immediately think about like eco-friendly and that's very much true. But I personally like to take more of like a step back and think about sustainability a little bit more holistically um, and kind of think about like what you guys mentioned about your everyday decisions and just how it impacts your life. And so I think about it more like with the comprehensive lens of like, how is like any decision that I'm making like or anything that I'm doing, like, am I able to maintain it in the long term? Mm -hmm. And and whatever that decision may be, does it have a negative impact either on myself, also my finances, on the planet, and also other people, for example, like workers. And so that's really kind of like how I think about sustainability, like something you can maintain in the long term and also doesn't have a negative impact on either of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I love that when you talk about sustainability on your platform, it's really like a uh, more broad not broad but it encompasses more your yeah. definition of sustainability but I think it's so great now with like everything going on in the different climates of like the U.S. and the world to show that like there's these sustainability is so complex like there's no one way to do it and there's also like different aspects of it so I love that you brought that up um and I would love for you to share a little bit more about the work you do in sustainability, um, kind of what that looks like. Um, yeah, we'd love to learn more. Sure. Like, do you mean like just personally or like professionally in both. terms of both? Okay. <laughs> I mean, personally, but like how you described, yeah. I like gram about um, mostly sustainable fashion, I think is kind of where I started. Um, and then I talk a little bit more about also how you can just lead a more eco-conscious and also financially conscious life, because I think those two go together. And also talk about climate justice a lot and environmental justice with racial justice. And professionally, I think that's kind of like where all my, how I think my, for what I gram about, like comes from like my passion. I also work on policy and communication. And specifically, like I work at a PR firm or an agency and specifically there I work with like nonprofits and international organizations that are working on environmental issues and trying to essentially help governments or either or specific movements try to embrace more of a transition into a clean and renewable energy. And so it's working with like political leaders on their messaging and working with NGOs or international organizations. Um, and so it's that intersection of like campaign and messaging and policy and also sustainability. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think 
That's so great. Yeah. So thank you for expanding on that because I know when I introduced you, I didn't say all of that. Um, oh no, you don't have yeah, to. <laughs> if, you, if you guys like follow her as well, like she will talk about that part of her professional life too. So I think that's great that you can merge both of those, like the policy side, like you said, the PR side, and also kind of the more, I guess what we would say fun, <laughs> like yeah. you know, day to day, like how you're actually living sustainably. Um, and so going off of that, like what kind of inspired you to start thinking more sustainably and then like kind of what made you start like doing your Instagram and sharing on there? Um, yeah, I think with the Instagram, it was actually to be completely honest, like it came out of like vanity and it was, uh, I moved to DC and started working, like got a professional job and had to dress more professionally for work, like formal wear. And I just thought everything that like was professional clothes was so bland and boring. Like I was just like, like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I'm not going to wear this bland <laughs> neutral colors all the time. I need some color in my life. So I think I just from there started thinking like, and also I think like thinking about like, you know, getting older and trying to build a more quality closet. I started looking for different brands. And then I think from there, it just kind of snowballed into looking for, I think, one, the quality. And I think just given the fact that I already work on some of those policy issues, it just then like converged into then thinking, I can't work on labor and these issues and then make decisions, you know, in my everyday or my wardrobe that don't fit my values or the type of mission that I'm also pushing organizations or people to do. Um, and so I think that's kind of basically how I got then into sustainable fashion. One, because it was fun. It was something to do outside of work. Um, I also kind of wanted to diversify the conversation. I think as more as I started then seeing like the buy less community, mm -hmm. like I would say every most professional women here in DC use like, what do you spend the runway? And yeah. I was like, that's a great thing, but like kind of like the pyramid that you showed, mm -hmm. like that's not the only way you can be sustainable. Yeah. And then I think also growing up like Salvadorian with immigrant parents, I was like, we've been doing some of this shit like forever. Yeah. And just because it doesn't have a particular aesthetic or appeal or like my parents aren't on Instagram, like saying like, this is my sussy life. Um, then like, I think that's kind of how I was like, okay, well one, I want to help diversify this conversation and expand it from what it is like on the internet. And then two, I also want to just share the tips that like I have learned with like other women um, and also maybe other working women specifically that like maybe are looking for like more variety in their closet and also at an affordable rate. And so I think that's kind of how I started like Instagramming about it and talking more about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of us, like us with Sultry Sisters, yeah, I came from also like an organic place. So I can definitely hear that from you sharing. Um, and I love that you shared about like, it's really, it was important for you to not only work on these issues, but to show and to live a life that's in alignment. And that's what Alyssa yeah. put in the chat too, like alignment is so important. Um, and I feel like a lot of us, well, we start to learn about these issues. Like sometimes it can feel daunting, like, oh, how can we actually like put it into practice? Right. Like, it can feel overwhelming sometimes when we get all this information. Um, but I think it's great to kind of just take a step back, like you're saying, and just like, okay, what can I do in my life to live this lifestyle? Um, and like you're saying too, it's a lifestyle. It's not just, oh, I bought exactly. this, or I rented this one outfit for this one event. 
but it's like, what are you doing every yeah. day? So I love that you brought that up too. Um, and so um, for you, what's like your process of, or maybe not process, but what are some things that you do to live sustainably um, in the fashion aspect specifically? Yeah, so I think like even as I started like this journey and I feel like I'm still like very much like just beginning, I, you know, and I'm really glad you brought that up. I first started just thinking more about versus thinking about like, I need to buy this and I need to buy this other eco product and have all the cute little, you know, reusable things. I thought about more, like I took a step back and like just thought about like, okay, what is my style? And like, I should really define my style so then I can make better like shopping decisions. Um, and so I think one of the very first things that I did was like definitely like, and I think many like bloggers share this, like definitely define your style, like define what colors you're, you gravitate towards or you like wearing like I know for a fact like I don't like wearing purple and so like I know I'll never buy something purple on a whim and I won't regret it because I just don't buy that um and then from there I also then start evaluating like there's and I could share this too or like on my Instagram I have it under like shopping tips like this little map that's like a journey of like how you should make your shopping decisions like do I really need it you know is this quality like can I afford it and so I think I just try to always think about that mentally, like, once I've decided, like, oh, I need to buy something and have created a list of things, then I think about, like, then go through that mental process myself, like, every time, like, I'm going to buy whatever it is. And then I think from there, when I do decide to buy, I decide, like, is this going to be a one-time thing? Like, could I just borrow this? Could I just share this? Um, or, like, rent it or you know, or if I do buy it, like, where can I buy it then from like a sustainable spot. So I feel like it's more like the mental processes that I have like made habits versus like very specific things. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, there's other very specific things that like I try to do in my life, you know, like using less plastic and like wasting less and like reusing outfits. Um, and it's all about like rewear reusing and basically like the rewear don't care. Yeah, I feel like a lot of what you were saying goes into that pyramid that we just shared. Yeah. You saying like, you know, wearing what you already have and like re-wearing. Because um, some of your posts about re-wearing um, kind of helps normalize that. Because especially with, yeah. I think, social media, there's that pressure sometimes that like you can't, this is the imaginary people of Instagram, yeah. you can't wear another outfit or gram another outfit until you posted other stuff. And it's like, but I wear this stuff. Yeah. Or all those memes, or there's even TikToks where like husbands are imitating their wives or yeah. girlfriends and they're like, oh, babe, I have nothing to wear. And yeah. it's just like, no, we do have stuff to wear. Yeah. And especially with quarantine, it's like, when you're just at home, it's like, we're really just wearing the same thing. Like I'm wearing this like little denim top, but I'm wearing my pajama bottoms. On the, like I did not wear a whole outfit. Yeah, or I'm like, my lounge outfit is cute. Why can't I wear this to work on a daily basis? Yeah. Mm -hmm, exactly. And I also um, like that you're sharing the sustainable fashion in the workplace too. Cause I know at different times when I've had like interviews for like what I would think was like a very important <laughs> like organization, I would feel pressured to like, okay, I need this like 
really sophisticated blazer from maybe like stores in the mall. Um, but I didn't always think about going to the thrift store and finding like blazers and stuff there um, until I found like friends who thrift and like yeah. people on Instagram who do it for specifically like uh, workwear and those kind of like um, occasional outfits too. Um, so I think that's great to think about and also how you're saying like creating um, or like narrowing in on your style. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important too, because um, as much as we promote like thrifting and stuff, if you don't know your style, you're still gonna come home with like a pile of stuff and not know how to wear it. <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> I think that's really important as well. Um, I just wanna remind everyone on the live, if you have any questions as we're chatting, Please put it either in the chat box or feel free to put it in the little question box on the bottom. There's like a little square with a question mark. You can put the questions there and we'll get to them later on. Um, but yeah, I, everything that you're saying really does go into that pyramid and just like the mental process of like always asking yourself and being intentional yeah. about what you're doing um, and what you're wearing. Um, and so I know on your platform, you do share a bunch of different like sustainable fashion brands that um, you support. Um, so are there any that you want to share with us here and like, uh, maybe like why you support them? Yeah, um, I think one of my favorites, at least throughout the summer, um, mostly was Selva Negra um, and it's it's a sustainable and ethical brand. So one, they're sustainable in the fact of like how they're producing their clothes. They try to produce with mostly, or make their clothes from mostly um, natural based textiles. And they also, you know, have fair wages and like ethical labor practices, but they also are a Latina owned brand. So I try to also support from a lot of the sustainable brands that I support. I also try to then support um, BIPAC owned either companies or brands. And so that's something that I really care about too, like putting the money back into the community. Um, and so anytime that I could can find like a Susty brand that is also owned by a person of color is definitely one that I always try to constantly shop from. So that's one. I would say the other one that I really like, um, I just had it at the top of my head. Um, I like Eileen Fisher a lot. And I feel like that's more of like, older women's wear or your typical, I would say sustainable brand. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a little bit more pricey, but I just like it just that I feel like their pieces are really timeless and you can either wear them up or wear them, you know, to work or like they're very versatile. So I like that about them. Um, another, actually another thing that I really like, and it's sometimes because I sometimes get too lazy to go thrifting or right now during COVID, I, I'm still like nervous about like being out in stores. I like using Poshmark a lot. Um, and so I would say I try to stay away from trends, but anytime that I like a trend, you know, I'm a human being, anytime a trend I do happen to fall into it, I normally then go on Poshmark and I can like find it there. And I try to as much as possible stay away from like shopping on Amazon. So I feel like that's a really good alternative for that. Um, and then another brand that I also really like is um trying to think right now oh right now another one i like is all for ramon it's basically afr and i like them they make a lot of like loungewear and so i think that's kind of ideal during covid and it's a latino brand also ethical and sustainable practices so i would say those are like probably like my favorite rotating ones right now mm -hmm. yeah and 
I like that you're saying that you're also supporting like BIPOC brands. I think that's so important too, because uh, with, you kind of mentioned this earlier, but in the sustainability, like conversation and community, um, our communities have always been doing this, but it might not have been like labeled as sustainable. So I think it's great that now there's these brands that are doing this and we can support them monetarily and also just like by sharing their brands. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I think I, I just saw one of my aunts join, which is like, oh, hey. so funny. <laughs> like an welcome. aunt from El Salvador. <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome, welcome. Uh, everyone is welcome here. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. With the different brands and when you are um, going through the like pyramid, um, what are, I guess, some things that you would say are good to like invest in? Because I know like being sustainable, it's like, okay, you want to buy pieces that can last longer. So, you know, you yeah. don't have to like rebuy it or reborrow it from someone else. So I guess what are some of your like staple items in your closet that would be good to um, invest in? Um, I feel like this is a little tricky because I think it depends on people's like lifestyles too. Mm -hmm. So for me specifically, just given like the, you know, my professional job, but also just kind of what I would like to wear at home or like just my you know, outdoor and like indoor lifestyle, I would say one of the things that I definitely have to have is like a good pair of leggings um, or like some active wear. And so I definitely have invested in like girlfriend pieces. So like a good like leggings. And I feel this is a little bit like more vain, but like I try to find really cute, you know, like legging or, you know, legging set just because I feel like it also motivates me to work out more. Like if I have something <laughs> cute to put on. So I feel like it still, you know, provides some other benefit. Um, the other thing for me is like a good like white collar shirt. And I feel like I've actually been really lucky in finding some like at the thrift store, like really cute ones that are not just your plain ones, but like have some type of like interesting or unique thing. So I would feel like a good like white collared shirt is like a staple that everyone should have. Um, and then the other thing is like, I was like, now, now that I think about it, I feel like a lot of what I wear is very like work wear. Um, I feel that uh, I'm trying to think, I don't want to say blazer because I feel like we're not really wearing blazers right now. Um, but maybe since winter's coming, at least here in DC, I would say like a good pair of boots. Mm -hmm. um, and so like, I think uh, having a good pair of boots that are going to last you is like a really good investment to have um, if you like live somewhere where like the seasons change. And so I've gotten really good pair of boots. I got new solo. Um, I've even gotten them uh, looked like once I know which brand I like, I've gotten them off Poshmark as well. Oh, nice. Yeah, I think those are great pieces. Um, so yeah, like leggings. I love the girlfriend brand as well. So if you guys are not familiar, girlfriend, they um, take like uh, plastic water bottles and plastic that would already go to waste. And then they repurpose it to activewear and now loungewear. So um, they have a bunch of different really cool activewear. Um, and I also love how simple it is and soft. <laughs> so you can like wear it for a bunch of different things like one of the workout tops I have it just kind of looks like a tank top so I could just mm -hmm. wear it as a tank top too um and then you said like a white collared shirt like my last thrifting trip I bought a new white uh, from the thrift shop like uh, a white collared top because that's something I've been like 
thinking in my head about ways I can style outfits, but I didn't have like a long sleeve one. So I was yeah. so happy when I found it. Like, I feel like, you know, when you're in the thrift store and you find what's on your list, you're like, yes, like so excited. And um, I feel like it's just very versatile. Like you don't have to just wear it for work. I feel like it would be super chic outfit or you can even wear it loungy with some biker shorts. Yeah. And then I also love that you mentioned boots um, because obviously boots you can wear all the time. Um, and it's really practical. Um, and I feel like, um, what do you call it? Like shoes, footwear. <laughs> footwear is good um, to, you know, invest in as well. Um, and also with like fashion, um, when I, you kind of mentioned this, like re-wearing things. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like um, your style, like what you wear for work can be what you wear for casual or like also what you wear as like athleisure can kind of also be like something you wear when you go hang out with your friends. Um, so do you want to talk more about kind of your style and how you rewear or repurpose the stuff that's in your closet? Uh, I feel that uh, in terms of my style, I would say it's very like what drives a lot of my style is just kind of like effortless. And, like, I don't want to wear something that's just, like, uncomfortable. Uh, like, if anything that's uncomfortable, as cute as it is, I just, I won't wear it. <laughs> um, like, something that's uncomfortable, something that's just, like, not a hassle to put on. And so I feel like a lot of what I wear is either very, like, comfortable or, like, very silhouette type of clothing. And that's what drives, I think, like, just my personal comfort and efficiency is kind of what drives my style. So I like a lot of, like, active wear and like work wear and I feel that those two I can easily like dress up and dress down and that's how I can easily rewear like sometimes there are times that I'll put like a long shirt with like leggings underneath or I'll even combine like my active wear with like blazers especially now like during COVID and just doing zoom calls I just mm -hmm. like pop on a blazer and like I'm literally in active wear yeah um, or like I put on like a white collar shirt and like I have biker shorts underneath um, but I also feel like I can step out with that and, like, just go anywhere. So I try to mix, like, what's fun and, like, comfortable with also, like, what seems like a more, like, elevated piece. And so that's normally how I kind of rewear stuff and then just wear it, like, very traditional, in the very traditional sense of what, like, if it's either something to lounge or something to wear to work. Um, yeah, I would say that's mostly kind of, like, my style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like when you can rewear pieces that's also so important to like lessen the like fast fashion or impulse buying because um, something i do i think Alyssa mentioned it in the chat but like i create like a list like an ongoing kind of like wish list of like things that i would like to buy in a more like sustainable way um so for a while i had like the white collared long sleeve button down yeah. um and last year when i first moved to washington dc i put like a coat um, and I actually did find the main winter coat I wore at a thrift shop and it was actually North Face brand. It was like basically oh. new. It's just like the hood had like some strings that were like fraying. Yeah. But I wore it all the time. It was like fit me perfect and it was great. And I survived uh, DC winter. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but yeah, like when I have those things on my list, it helps. So when I'm at the store that I like can lessen the impulse buying voice because I'm like is it on my list or not um so that definitely helps like do you do those kind of things when you're shopping like create lists or um have like intention of like when you're buying oh definitely I feel like I have like a running little list on my notes in my iPhone 
um, of things that I need to buy. And like, I also have like a wish list, but like, I usually put it in the bottom, like things that are more like, I don't really need that, but like, I want that, you know, like an extra pair of poops. Like I probably don't need that right now, but like, I'll buy it. Um, or if I saw, I kind of am like a sucker for t-shirts with like slogans. Like for example, I'm wearing them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that just says like, um, and you know, prisons don't put away like, you know, social problems, they put away like human beings. So I feel like I kind of like, yeah, make myself a list. And from my mental list is, yeah, like what drives my shopping decisions. I'm also just not one to be like, let me go shopping kind of like out of entertainment or I'm bored. I normally, if I, I shop online a lot. And so like I go online to shop because I need something like I'm just not like, let me just go to the mall or whatever store because I just know I'm not going to buy anything. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think definitely I just, just use it for what it's meant for. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So we have a few questions here. Um, So I did see someone say, I'm trying to transition from comfy to cute Mm -hmm. that can dress up and down. Um, And a brand that I recently found that I thought was like really cool. It's called I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, Lezzy, but it's L-E-Z-E. Um, and they basically do like pajama-like workwear. Um, and like, I, I love them. And so like, I would definitely check them out. Ooh, I love that. Do you see the question that's pinned? Oh, yeah. I okay. See so we have another question now. How do you let go of clothes or cycle clothes out? Um, do you donate or what is your process? Um, so I think for this, like, like my process, I would say like in the beginning, I think when you if anyone has decided, or at least for myself, that you want to have a more sustainable closet, I feel like you are going to be like cycling clothes out, like maybe purging out your closet because you've decided like these are things that I no longer want and I want to invest more in quality pieces or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like when I do purge my closet, I try to be very mindful about like where I'm donating to. And I feel like normally I give my stuff first to friends or if I'm sure you've seen on Instagram, I'll just go and like, I honestly, I'm like, who wants this? And I'll just mail it to people for free. Mm-hmm. Just because that makes me feel better. Like I know my item is going to land somewhere versus just landing in like some landfill or be becoming waste. Mm-hmm. And if I decide to donate, donate, I donate it to somewhere that like, I know is specifically asking for donations, mm-hmm. like is in need of donations, and it's not overwhelmed by donations, for example, like, no, this to like goodwill, but like, they get a lot of donations that like a lot of other organizations would probably benefit from. So I normally try to, and I have like a list of like donating places here in DC or like even in LA, which is like home um, of places you can donate. And so I normally try to donate more to like nonprofits. And then I, if it's like something I know like is of high value and I just haven't worn it, I try to resell it. Like I go to consignment shops around DC and like I just resell my items. And so that's normally how I kind of like clean out my closet. First, I just like try to give it to friends or give it to people that may want it. Then I just donate it very specifically. And then I just like try to resell stuff that I know I can resell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's great, especially when you're talking about uh, being mindful of where you are donating. Because yes, a lot of these bigger um, donation centers are overwhelmed, like Jackie mentioned, and then they actually end up in landfills. And a lot of the time, the landfills are in other countries. So the U.S. Mm-hmm. <laughs> produces a lot of waste, but the waste is not actually here. Then we ship it off to other places. 
and what's not in front of us we don't think about unfortunately so that's yeah. also something that i'm glad that you mentioned um and like we have another question here um oh i guess this is similar but i guess it's just now like how often do you like purge or donate but it's similar um yeah and i feel like i so i feel like yeah kind of like what i said in the beginning i feel like you might be purging your closet a lot because you're mm -hmm. trying to like build out your closet but i feel and this is my personal belief. I feel like after a while, you really shouldn't be purging your closet that much. Because I, for me, I feel that if I constantly feel the need to purge, I feel that that's a reflection of me making really poor shopping decisions. Mm -hmm. And so I feel that unless obviously, if I'm going through a transition, or whatever, that's very different. But I try to like not purge my closet as much as possible. And like, just be more mindful, of like what I'm shopping. Um, but when I purge, then you know, I go through that whole donate or just give it to people on Instagram or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and that's a great way that you worded it that like, if you're being intentional, when you go through the pyramid, you would need yeah. less <laughs> purge. So that makes a lot of sense. Because yeah, if you're being very intentional, like what you have in your closet, then you're just going to be rewearing, reusing all of that stuff. So I think that's great as well. Um, and so a little bit we've talked about like climate and like how fashion affects um, the environment. Um, but yeah, I wanted to ask you, um, what is your um, take on um, how fashion and climate justice merge? Oh, that's a really good question. I'm like trying to think, how can I answer that in the less non-complicated way? Um, <laughs> I feel like the way they intersect is essentially, if you think about the materials that are predominantly used still in fashion or with our clothes are synthetic fabrics. So like nylon, polyester, um, and rayon, those are mostly what clothes are made of. And it, they're essentially like plastic-based fabrics. Mm -hmm. And if you think about where plastic is made, essentially at petrochemical companies, it's essentially like the oil industry. And those companies are predominantly in communities of color, um, where they are the leading cause of like asthma, for example, for the black community. Um, and they are essentially like leading to like air pollution or other environmental problems within the community. And those companies are also very much the same companies that are also the leading cause of global warming. And so not that sustainable choices at the individual aren't important, but I also think, and I think this is why I like talking about those two things. I think sometimes we talk a lot or overemphasize the individual choices we can make and also like then forget about more of like what's actually really causing like climate change and also maybe the policies and regulations that we should consider um, or get involved in either by like different movements, protests or like, you know, just as simple as voting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I feel like with the sustainability conversation, like you just said, a lot of it can be emphasized on individuals, which yes, we do have a power, but like you said, that's why you do the work you do. So, you know, you can create, you know, a broader change on a higher level. So I do appreciate that as well. Um, because yeah, there's so much that we can do as our individuals and our communities have been doing, but like if these other systems are still polluting and, you know, creating clothes and other products in non-sustainable ways, even if we're doing these things, it's yeah. going to overshadow that. So, yeah. And it's not like an either or either, you know, like you can do all those things. You can also, you know, you don't have to do them all at once. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like a process. Like with Sultry Sisters, we like to emphasize that this is all a journey. This is all a process. Mm -hmm. Like 
It's not like overnight, you're just gonna like wake up and be like, oh, I'm the susty queen or whatever. Um, Cause that also could be unsustainable. Cause one, if you're yes. dumping all your stuff non-mindfully, that can create different issues. Um, and then also it might not be sustainable for you mm -hmm. to maintain if you're not intentional. So I think all of that is great that you um, just mentioned. Um, and I noticed on your email signature that you have this quote. Um, it's, if it's inaccessible to the poor, it's neither radical nor revolutionary. And I just love that because I think with the whole conversation about sustainability, like that's really important to, you know, broaden the accessibility. Um, so do you want to speak more about that quote? Yeah, um, I mean, I feel like that, I mean, it's kind of a little self-explanatory, that quote, but I also feel like even if we're talking about like sustainable choices or sustainable movement or lifestyle or policies, I feel that if it's not inclusive of low-income communities or not an option for people with, you know, more minimal resources, then it's essentially then like a non-inclusive policy or a not, it's not a sustainable policy. And so I feel that what is truly a sustainable policy or would, you know, create a more just and green economy are also policies that also clearly include low-income communities and think about like how all communities can participate either in that lifestyle um, or community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why I think it's so great that the work that you do in your daily life is this. You do this work, you live this work, I think is so great. And so then it makes me think like, okay, at least I know one person that's of the BIPOC community that's like creating, like in the room to create this change. Because um, I think that's so important too, like you said, to be a part of like creating these policies. Um, yeah. So yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. I guess if anyone has any more questions, you can put it in the chat box or the little question box. Um, but we wanted to ask, we usually ask every um, um, what do you call it? guest speaker that we have on here, um, what living vibrant and shining bright means to you, because that's our motto. So yeah, we'd love to know what that means for you. Um, that's such a good motto. Um, I would say uh, what that means to me is just kind of like living your truth. Um, and I know that sounds like super cliche, but it's just really kind of being comfortable in your own skin and like just being who you are. And so I sometimes know that I could, or even, you know, when I'm posting on Instagram, sometimes I can feel like, oh my God, I'm just doing the most or being extra. But I just realized like that is part of my personality, you know? And, you know, if to some people it might seem like annoying or maybe I'm just thinking that, but I think like getting really comfortable and like and owning who you are is really, I think, what makes you live like a more thriving and vibrant life, just kind of like owning your truth. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, I love that. And then at the end, you say owning your truth. And I feel like this whole like chat with you, which is you sharing like your journey and you sharing like how you do live your truth um, and own your truth um, and how you make it your own. I love that when you share all this like really insightful and rich information. You guys really need to read her great information, but she shows that it can be fun, it can be vibrant. Um, it doesn't have to be boring like a science textbook. Um, yeah. She gives you those facts, 
uh, but in a very great uh, way. So I would just love to like see more work that you do. So is there anything that you're doing upcoming that you want to share with our community um, or different ways that they can stay connected with you? Uh, in terms of upcoming, I can't think of anything immediately. Um, but I think in terms of just staying connected or to reach out to me, some of the best ways is just like through my Instagram. Um, just like, you know, at Jackita Banana, just reach out to me, DM me. I most likely, if I take a while to respond, it's because, you know, I'm, you know, living my life. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I most likely will always respond. <laughs> Yes. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of this conversation. It was so great. No, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was so great. Um, I feel like there was so many gems that you dropped <laughs> throughout the whole conversation. Um, so we do save it as a replay. So everyone oh my God. watch, you can rewatch it um, to like get her little quotes um, and the different brands that she mentioned. Um, and then also for people who are not able to tune in, they'll be able to watch it on our IGTV. Yeah. Um, but or if people just want to message me, I'm happy to also like give them the list of things that I mentioned. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so you can follow her and message her there. Um, thank you so much, Jackie. This has been such a great conversation. Uh, we hope to stay connected with you. And again, remember... The whole September is secondhand September. So take in consideration all the different things that she shared with us so we can continue to live vibrant and shine bright. So we'll see you later. Thank you. Have a good week. <laughs> Thanks, you too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So Alyssa, I don't know if you want to come back on. We have, I think, like three minutes before the whole live ends. <laughs> so if you want to come back on, Alyssa, I, you can request and I can add you back in. But yeah, like I had loved <laughs> talking with Jackie. Um, like the different tips that she mentioned are so great um, and they're so practical. Like you can really do these things in your daily life. And I think that's really great that she shares um, very practical things that we can do. Um, and like I keep iterating, but if you look at her channel, you'll see that it's all very fashionable too. So it's really great to know that we can live this lifestyle that's healthy for ourselves and the earth, but also look cute while we're doing it. But yes, I loved Jackie's input on the question about like how often purging because mm -hmm. I know so many times we've talked about that I knew talk about keeping circulation in our wed uh, in our wardrobe and her saying that was so like affirming to mm -hmm. just like yeah being more mindful when you're actually purchasing and making the mm -hmm. investment so that you're not constantly having to purge so that for me was a game changer just in the way I think about clothes you know, because I'm, I have, you know, with me and Tony, I always take a lot of her, her outfits, and I like to use them for costumes and stuff like that. So that was great. Yeah, I really did love when she mentioned that because it like clicked like, oh, yeah, like, if you actually intentionally wear and love the stuff that you have in your home, why would you want to give it away? I mean, unless to help someone else, but like, this shouldn't be like, oh, I need to give this away. So I love that, too. Um, and I definitely want to check out the different brands that she shared because um, all the time her different outfits just look so cute all the time like what Jackie wears so I love that um, she supports you know these different brands that are doing great things for our community.
I also like the term of like athlete, like saying like your lifestyle can match like your style. And for me, like <laughs> I'm always in athletic wear. So I'm definitely going to check out that one brand that's like athleisure at it, you know, mm -hmm. you wear it multiple ways. Because for me, I need to be able to not only have clothes that I can, you know, look nice in, but work out in as well. Yes. Yeah, so that's, I think that's great. It's comfy, especially when we're staying home. Um, so that's really awesome. Uh, we only have like a little less than two minutes left, but I just wanted to say to everyone, thank you for joining us this whole month. Our soul sustainability September has been great. We've had so many great conversations with all of you. Um, and we want to continue the conversations um, right now, next month, we don't have anything in particular planned, um, but we'll probably just like extend the sustainability conversation since this is a very great topic with a lot of different factors and parts that Jackie mentioned is very complex. So we'd love to talk more. Um, so definitely DM us if you have anything in mind that you want us to talk about, because we'll still be doing our hangouts every Sunday at this time. So definitely be able to stay connected with us, but we would love to know more about what you guys want to hear from us. Yes, yes, yes. We'll be here in October and um, really excited to continue the conversation. Tony and I actually in October, are starting we're going to be going doing a 21 day vegan fresh start so even though we won't have any events we'll definitely be updating you on our progress yes <laughs> uh, we'll be doing a plant-based eating challenge dm us if you want the link to sign up we're going to be doing it we've been talking about sustainable eating a lot so join us i put our website in the chat so you can go to soultreesisters.com you can sign up for our email list we send out newsletters. Uh, we'll be sending one out probably tomorrow with a bunch of awesome uh, blogs that we've had recently and different tips that we have. So we look forward to seeing you guys next week. So bye. Yes. Bye.